Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name's Nick. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, Nick. How are you? I'm very great. Very great? <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear it. What's made you so very great? <laughs> um, it's the weekend. It is. Welcome to the weekend. As we speak. Sorry, I'm not doing uh, very well <laughs> on the... Uh, not lining it up with the release date of no, this episode. No, because it's going to come out on Monday and people yeah. want to, don't want to hear not about the it during the weekend. Oh, God, Monday is... It's, Jesus. I've thrown him out because we're a day late recording this <laughs> week. So we're all, we're all out of sync, aren't we? That's fine. We'll roll with it. Like the Oasis's. Yeah, like them Oasis brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah, good. I had a, um, I dropped my pen, but I'm good. <laughs> I had nice nice time last weekend went walking. Went walking? Yeah. Where did you walk to? Uh, around from? the Herefordshire countryside. Oh, sounds lovely. It was really warm. Yeah, it's weird. How like, it was warm last weekend, and then the temperatures just plummeted. Yeah, now it's winter. Since. Yeah, so now it's winter all of a sudden. But uh, yeah, it was nice, nice scenery. Yeah, had to avoid some cows. Always good. Don't want to get in tussles with cows. No, one of them started like mooing. No, doing that thing with its feet. Oh, really? Like a bull? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like sort of to, There was one point where I had to find a bit of an alternative route, but it was uh, it was a good adventure. How far did you walk? 14 miles or something like Blimey, that. Blimey, O'Reilly, really? Yeah. God, I think I've ever walked that in total <laughs> in my life. I'm not I'm not the most exercisey of people. Yeah, it was really good. Good. Halfway around, found a pub, had a, had a the most wonderful Coke I've ever had. <laughs> Halfway through that. Nice. Uh, yeah. And just a night in a hotel. It was really good. Sounds I enjoyed lovely. myself. Any... How about you? Uh, no, I've not done anything, really. Okay. <laughs> I've got boring life. What have I done? I don't think I've done anything this week. It's been a bit of a crazy time lately. Yeah, sure. But uh, no, I'm not, I haven't really. Uh, I've not, That's you're fine. okay though. You You're allowed. Your yeah, mic's I'm at just... a very precarious angle. <laughs> I like to... feel like I've not found my optimum position for this episode yet. Before we start the episode, shall we do this uh, thing we're going to do? Oh, yeah. So, have you heard about the, the Iron Brew was in the news in the week? Oh, wow. I'm going to just talk. No. That's come out of nowhere for these listeners. For <laughs> us, that makes sense. Um, you know how petrol's been short? Sure. Iron Brew's apparently next. Really? Yeah, the, 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 Scotland's going to run out of Iron Brew. That and that's going to have a is na- a true it's a crisis. problem. <laughs> it's a crisis. So the country needs to find some alternative sources to get their Iron Brew. I think we should just tell need- like international listeners what Iron Brew is. I don't know what Iron Brew is. <laughs> it's a soft drink. It's my favourite fizzy drink. But I don't know. Like... Orange, but it doesn't taste of orange. No, I don't even know what flavour it is. It's, it's, they used to say it was made of girders. Yeah. In the advent. Iron. Yeah. yeah. If you can, I don't know if you can get it in the States. I assume so. Possibly, I don't know. Probably in one of the... Do they have British food stores like we have American food stores? Like American candy. Yeah. Do they have British candy over there? Let us know. If you're over in the States, let us know. But anyway, we're going to run out of iron brew. Okay. So the country needs to find an alternate source for iron brew. So we have come across some biscuits that appear to be Iron Brew flavoured. I think it's shortbread, isn't it? It's shortbread. It's basically like a big jammy dodger. Instead of having jam in the middle, it is Iron Brew jam. Iron Brew jam. So we're going to try these live on the show. Neither of us have tried these before. I'm going to rustle the packer for a minute, so excuse the sound. And we're going to have one. Would you like to take one? Uh, Sure, thanks. So it's it's shortbread with an Iron Brew jam in the middle. I'm just... what, What about the bouquet? Oh, it does smell like iron brew. Oh, I'm just getting shortbread. Yeah, it also just smells of shortbread. We're going to cheers them. Dink it. Cheers. Oh, no. It's like ASMR. And you go full thing. <laughs> Fat bastard. I'm just getting shortbread. 
I might cut this whole section out, but we're going to be really claggy now as well. I know. I can't taste a single piece of iron brew in that. I'm aware there's jam in it. Yeah. It doesn't really taste of iron brew. I just tried to take a bit of jam out and it's basically just a picture. The jam itself tastes of iron brew. There just isn't enough of it in the biscuit. I made the mistake, just ate the biscuit and then just got biscuit. <laughs> we should have there. Uh, we'll get some straws and we'll we'll suck out the jam. Yeah, or a spoon. Probably easier. Okay, fine. Sucking jam up a straw is going to be difficult. Excuse <laughs> me while I have a drink. A cool party game. Yeah, they're... they're Apologies um, for everyone listening on earphones who's just heard... Yeah, that was wrong. Sorry. But, they were mightily disappointing. That was a bit, <laughs> of a, a bit of a letdown. But anyway, yeah. You can get iron brew biscuits. Right, should we start the wave? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> a bit random. We like to try things new, don't we? We, this, we should say, this is the for season finale week of Bottom of the Stream. Oh, it is. Of course it is. It is. This is a season finale of the wave. Season finale of the movie show on Thursday. Season five, almost wrapped up. Yeah, we're heading into season six. The odd yeah. number of seasons are better. <laughs> are they? Yep. No, the even number of seasons are better. As in quality of movie? No, because you get your Halloween special and sure. you get your Christmas special in the even numbers. Good thinking. So... They, you don't you don't get anything like that in the odd number seasons. They're just straight through, but you get your special months. And the Halloween special is going to come early this season. Oh, it will be. It'll be like right second or third episode. Yeah, true. The, we're having a week off <laughs> at some point. You're flying all over the map here. <laughs> Sorry, I am. I'm on high and brew <laughs> Um So after this week, next week, there'll be one episode of the show. Sure. Which will be a season five recap episode. We're not sure if we're going to release that on the Monday or the Thursday yet. We'll figure that out, but at some point we'll let you know. Yes. And then that following the week after that, we'll, we have a week off. And then we'll return the week after that for season six. Boom. That's and our plan. This Thursday is the finale of, uh, as I've said, the movie show. And what are we talking about? We're talking about a Chilean film. Lovely. From Chile. <laughs> it's called Nobody Knows I'm Here. It's from last year and it stars Jorge Garcia. Yeah. Jorge Garcia is nearly 50 years old. Blew my mind. Yeah, he's he's looking good for <laughs> he does look great. almost fifty he's years. Just old. considering to be like the young guy from Lost, mm. and he's not. He's like an old guy now. He's only forty eight. I'm doing him a disservice, <laughs> but he's nearly fifty. But no, it's we'll won't give any clues away on here. But that will be the finale, which will be out on Thursday. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you about it. That will be it. That will episode. complete the stream table. It will. It will. For the season. It's going to be an interesting time ahead. And then we'll move on to season six, and we'll start all over again. Can't wait. Can't wait. Right. Should we do some Netflix news? Let's talk news. Do you want to do these stats first? I found some stats. Yeah, go. Go. Stat me up. My socks. Oh, my internet's off. gone off again. Ah. Your socks come off? Yeah, your internet's gone off. My socks come off. I'm having internet issues this week, so apologies if this takes longer than it normally would. I've got some stats on the most popular Netflix movies and shows of all time. Lovely. Because CEO? What's his name? Company's chief. Ted Sarandon did a video call type update. Sure. And it's made them a bit more forthcoming about their viewing figures. Ah, so we're not just counting that first two minutes. We are just counting two minutes. Oh, (laughs) okay. So Netflix have confirmed in this call that two minutes counts as a view. So it's not like 70 seconds or anything like that. It's two minutes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it works out well for the Irishman, as I think we've said before. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The interesting fact, the first star I read in this stat article, is that just 3% of Netflix's most watched content is produced by Netflix. Oh. That's crazy, isn't it? That's very small, yeah. Yeah, I would have thought it'd be a lot lot higher than that. 
even though the companies give their original content more prominent placement on the platform's interface, mm. which is true, they do. So the all-time most popular Netflix films, number one, should we go from number one or should we go from number 10? You've got to go 10 to one. 10 to one. Fatherhood is at number 10. Not seen it. Normally. Is that the one with... No. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. That's the one it's I was fairly recent. Yeah, it is. 74 million accounts okay. watched at least two minutes of that film in the, on the show's first 28 days on the platform. Oh, nice. So all these, they only count the first 28 days of release. Sure. So first month, yeah. basically. Yeah. After that, the viewing figures don't count. <laughs> um, Army of the Dead is after that, joint with Project Power. They've both had 75 million. So I, I saw Army of the Dead within that timeline. I have seen Project Power, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't in its first month. I haven't seen Project Power. I did see Army of the Dead within its first month, though unfortunately uh, followed by Anola Holmes who had 77 million I think that's quite high I don't think they put any advertising behind that it just seemed to come out and it was there but it did really well it did do really well I don't I mean yeah I don't think they threw their full they didn't promotional weight behind it they really didn't um, followed by the old guard at 78 million yeah murder mystery at 83 million is tied with six underground also at 83 million and the top three are Spencer Confidential on 85 million accounts, Bird Box on 89 million accounts, and then Extraction had 99 million accounts. Wow. So it wins, and it wins by 10 million. And the whole rest of the table is only separated by 15 million. So 99 million accounts watched Extraction, or yeah, at least, or two, at least minutes two minutes of, of Extraction. And there's only 193 million accounts in existence. Yes. Wow. So it's over half. Crazy, isn't it? I've not seen it. I've seen it. It's all right. <laughs> the sequel's just been announced, hasn't it? It has, yeah. But it's all right. I wouldn't have thought it was like the best thing ever. But it is, apparently. This is interesting, though. The next well, next stat is Netflix's most viewed films by length. So the amount of time people have spent watching these films. Okay. And Bird Box wins that by a lot. I'm not going to go through that. They're pretty much all the same films. The Irishman gets in there because it's longer. But the Extraction has had 231 million hours of viewing. Okay. And Bird Box has had 282 million hours. Interesting. So more repeat views. More repeat views or less turn-offs. Yes. Because you've got to remember that you can turn off after two minutes. So whilst Extractions had the most accounts try to watch it, Bird Box appears to have had the most accounts that Stick completed it. watching it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was quite interesting. Then we moved on to TV shows. So top 10 TV shows, same stats, first at least two minutes of an episode. Sure. Uh, Emily in Paris season one, Sweet Tooth season one, Queen um, Emily Paris, sorry, had 58. Sweet Tooth had 60. Queen's Gambit, 62. Tiger King, 64. I, I thought that would be higher. I thought everybody watched Tiger King. I mean, you'd have been led to believe that, again, from the from promotion. The, yeah, exactly. Uh, Money Haas, Money Heist Part 4, 65 million views. Uh, 65 million accounts, sorry. Strange Things Series 3, 67 million accounts. Sex Life Season 1, that's just been renewed as well. 67 million accounts. The Witcher Season 1. Is to in the top three. Lupin Part One, both had seventy six million, mm-hmm. and Bridgerton Season One is at eighty two million. Okay, so people go for the top one a lot more than they go for the second one. It's crazy how far away the top one gets. And Bridgerton also wins total viewing hours at six hundred twenty five million hours. How many days is six hundred twenty five million hours? Many, many days. <laughs> um. Beats Money Heist. Why can't I say heist tonight? I have no idea. Money Heist Part 4, which is 619 million hours. And then Stranger Things Part 3, 582 million hours. So, Bridgerton is a highly successful show. Yeah, just a bit. (laughs) 
Although industry sources are telling me that it's about to be beaten. Well, yeah, this is the uh, hot rumour, isn't it? Yeah, they're apparently... Out of nowhere. Completely out of nowhere. Netflix are telling us, and well, Netflix are actually telling us that Squid Game is on course to beat Bridgerton in both of those stats. That's bonkers. <laughs> it's bonkers. It's a Korean... I've not seen any. I know, I know we're probably jumping about here. I know you've seen a little bit of it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about... Shall we do that first? Yeah, why not? Talk about that first. I, um, I've watched the first three episodes. Okay. I thought, this sounds very much like that show we watched earlier this season. Alice in, in Borderland. Alice in Borderland. That's, yeah, it's exactly what I uh, thought. And, and it, it pretty episodes. much is. Right. So is it, it's a bit... It skews a bit older. So you, your uh, protagonist... Is an older guy okay, trying first. to look after his family. It's not. It's not a team trio. Okay. But essentially, it's pretty much the same premise, right? So people are taken away to a place and they have to play games and survive. Oh, so it is exactly the same premise. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's much more character based than Alice in Borderland. Right. There's not. So in the first three episodes, there's only two games. Right, and the, the the middle episode is like it's all character development. You get to know sort of all the which key is players. one thing we accused Alice in Borderland of not doing. Yeah, so far the games aren't great in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got to say. Interesting. Um, I, I will watch. I will sit through. It's, I'm, it, I'm gonna do it. What I find most intriguing is how this catches on. Yeah. How does this catch the zeitgeist? Why has it caught the zeitgeist? Because people at work are talking about this. Yeah, so it's, it's a, everywhere. It's a Korean TV show that you wouldn't. Think of like Alice in Borderland never got big. No. So why is this? Is it the name and the funky poster? Is that all that's drawing people in? People seen like the big doll from the first episode, yeah. and that seems to have. Oh, what's that? that what's that? Weird. I'll try that. Squid Game. That's an unusual name for a TV show. But Netflix are telling us that it's going to beat Bridgerton, which is huge. And they've not planned that. No, of course they haven't. They've not put any. Mar- I haven't seen any market. There's no advertising ad- advertising for it. There's no billboards for it or anything mm. anywhere. And, it's not like it's being advertised on sides yeah, of buses and stuff like Bridgerton was. It yeah. was everywhere. This is just going to, for some reason, Netflix have it every so often. Like with Tiger King, it just sure. it just hits. Something just hits the zeitgeist. Word of mouth. And, and it just goes. And it's crazy. How it just, it seems to be at random of what goes and what doesn't. Yeah, I, I, could, yeah, I couldn't put my finger on it. I, like I said, I've only seen three episodes, so I'll, I'll it's next on my list. when I'm, I see the rest. But. I'm in the middle of watching Kevin Can Fuck Himself on Amazon Prime. Sure. So I've got four of them left so as soon as I finish that. Which will be this weekend. I'm not saying it's bad weekend. by any means, but I am a, at the minute. I'm a little bit. What's the fuss about? <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? How things kick off like that. Anyway, let's move on to some news, shall we? No problemo. I was going to say no. I don't want to. <laughs> Talking of Squid Game. Okay. Stick with it. South Korea. Yeah. Obviously, uh, from whence this series originates. Yeah. Uh, and also, just before I go into this news, <laughs> if you're a patron. And you read this month's newsletter. Yeah. There's a whole section on upcoming Korean content coming to Netflix. Because Squid Game is very much just the first salvo in a huge investment There's that a lot Netflix of stuff have coming. made. I read your newsletter. Yes. And I thought all of those shows that you described sound really good. <laughs> all of them. There's a lot of good Korean stuff coming. So something maybe the next Squid Game. Yeah. But maybe. equally they may disappear without a trace. They may end up on the uh, extension of the rods at some point. Who knows? Um, anyway, back to the news. Um, yep. SK Broadband, which is a South Korean internet service provider, yep. are suing Netflix. Okay. Because they say they want Netflix to pay some of the costs because of the increased network traffic uh, and 
subsequent maintenance work they've had to do to their network because of Squid Game. That's crazy. So Squid Game's broken the internet, quite literally. In South Korea, yeah. In South yeah. Korea. And now the South Korean internet want Netflix to pay for that. A, soul, a court in Seoul said that Netflix should reasonably give something in return to the provider for network usage. Should it gives them more customers? They're saying that because the content providers do not pay for network usage despite generating explosive traffic. Yeah, but also, if it wasn't for the content providers, people wouldn't buy the internet. Exactly. So, it swings and roundabouts. They're, they're giving you customers at the end of the day. Yeah. That's interesting though, isn't it? I wonder how that'll end up. Yeah, that will be um, interesting. So, it does say that Amazon, Apple, Facebook do all make contributions. Oh, okay. Now, that's different. YouTube <laughs> and Netflix do not currently. Okay. I mean, the fact that YouTube doesn't, if all those others do, seems... You'd, you'd think YouTube would use a lot more traffic than even Netflix. Yeah. You'd think YouTube would be, like, number one for traffic, surely. Especially, definitely more than Amazon, Apple, and Facebook. Probably put together. Yeah. Squid Games breaking the internet. There you go. Squid. Games. Games. We are going to be fast becoming an actual games podcast. We might be. Because it only a few weeks ago, Netflix were sort of saying, we're going to do some games. Yeah. And then... A couple of weeks ago, we said, oh, Netflix have secretly released a game. That was last week. Well, guess what now? What? Netflix have bought a video game studio. Okay. Uh, Night School Studio. Yeah. Not only have they bought a studio, they have already rolled out five mobile games. <laughs> wow. In this select is, this European is going countries. Pace. Night School Studio is best known for a game called Oxen Free. I am not familiar with it. It no says way. it is a supernatural teen thriller with an eerie soundtrack. soundtrack. Um. Yeah, so the games that Netflix have already released. Yep. Stranger Things 1984. Okay. Stranger Things 3, the game. Card Blast, Teeter Up, and Shooting Hoops oh. have all been released to Android. I said they're mobile games. In Spain and in Italy. They are coming to Poland soon. So it is a bit of a trial. It's, it's trialing, but it seems to be happening fast, doesn't it? Very fast. It really does. Remember, they released that VR game. And I said I'd try it out. Yes. I tried it out. And? It's all right. Okay. It's not a game. It's, right. an, it's an experience. If anything, it lasts for five minutes. Sure. This is a demo. So it is, yeah. It's, what was it called? Eden on Earth. Yeah. So I've not seen the show that it's based on, which is called Eden. But the premise of the show is that robots now run the world. And they're, they're self-subsidizing the Earth. They look after themselves. Okay. And they make the Earth look after themselves. So the game, the basics of the game is you get put on this little bike. And you just drive it around watching these robots pick apples. Okay. And it's beautiful. It's really well made. It's a really good looking game. Yeah. There's, there's nothing to do. You literally just drive around. And then when you get to the end of the course, it says, right, you can just keep driving now if you want. Okay. And I presume it's procedurally generated because it just goes on forever. Right. Um, but yeah, you just driving this little bike around. Nice. It's a good little experience. I think it's just a test of a, it's a hardware test, I think, just yeah. to see what they can do. But it, it handles really nicely. And it's, you have to pick up a little counter thing and that, that tells you what's going on around you. And Okay explains the scenes that are happening and tells you about the robots and stuff yeah it only lasts about 10 minutes but i thought it was quite good i was impressed with the quality of the graphics that, well that just it just shows they're moving a pace and this has obviously been something that's been um going on in the background for quite some time yeah so. definitely netflix gaming keep your eye on it it's coming soon more games more, more netflix games we are becoming a game podcast <laughs> netflix has announced it is releasing game as a companion to the movie kate Okay, yeah, that came out a few weeks ago. Um, Kate, Collateral Damage, is a video game spin-off of the movie, and it is released on Steam for PC, 
on October the 22nd. That's pretty soon. Yeah. So you're on your quest for revenge against the Yuzuka. But again, the movie was out, what, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Game's out in three weeks. I haven't, so, uh, I haven't got to Kate yet, but it does look quite good. No, me neither. But this I is this has got out. a sort of anime style to it by the couple of screenshots. Yeah, it looks like an RPG, doesn't it? But yeah, for, like I say, full steam ahead. Games coming out of every orifice. More games than films at this rate. <laughs> a couple of big pieces of news which came just a bit too late to be included last week in the way yeah one of them happened like as we finished recording i got home and this one was (laughs) announced Uh, and that is that netflix have spent 700 million of your american dollars which is around five to six hundred million of your (laughs) english pounds and they've bought the whole estate of roald dahl yeah i saw this this is crazy stock on barrel this is absolutely mad so they now own everything that he ever wrote yeah they brought his entire estate yeah we're not, we're not just talking rights <laughs> no, for a period of time that, that they is own it, it. Yeah. it's theirs so expect a slew of netflix roald Dahl content because they've got to get that money back so i presume all their books now they're going to make the money on all the book sales everything yeah all their roald Dahl week at school will be sponsored by netflix netflix yeah so they've even got some in the works already haven't they yes Taika Waititi's working on an animated... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, or something, a series based on... It's in that universe, isn't it? I think Charlie it's a prequel. I think he's going Oompa Loompa origin story. Right, okay. I think. And then somebody else was working on a Matilda, was it Matilda? Uh, so they're, they're doing... So it's a movie version of Matilda the Musical. Okay, so it's not just a recording of Matilda the Musical. It's no, the it's, it's the, making the of movie film. version of it, yeah. And Emma Thompson's going to be in it, I believe. Yeah. That's a fantastic musical. I've seen it. I haven't seen it. I've, I've always you'd, wanted you'd love to. love it. I've always wanted... I love Roald Dahl. Yeah. I'm really excited by this news. Like, super excited. Um, but yeah, I've, re- I've always wanted to watch Matilda, but it's just never never happened for me. But like, there's loads... Of, there's there's a whole well of, inform- of stuff you can get. You can even go from some of his adult stuff. Yeah. Because I've got a book of Roald Dahl's more adult poems and stories, and some of them are fantastic, and they're well worth checking out. So, yeah, there's... There's a whole well of stuff you can go to with Roald Dahl. You can even tell his story. Somebody will make sure. a film about him because he had a crazy life. Like shagging his way around the world during the war and that sort of thing. Did with, he like go on holiday with Ian Fleming and, and they were just... Lee, the yeah. three of them just shagged his way around Europe. <laughs> crazy. I'm excited by that. I'm really excited by it. The other big bit of news which dropped not long after we'd finished last week. <laughs> this was well annoyed because this was like literally an hour after <laughs> we finished recording. Was the announcement that Tiger King is coming back yeah, second series. Yeah, it is. This is a cash grab. I mean, this is a hundred percent. Isn't it grab. just gonna be? There's no more story there. People on Zoom calls. Yeah, surely it'll be Carol Baskin being interviewed. And by she somebody. said she's not doing it. So she's not doing it at all. That's what she said. I have no idea. Then I have no idea what it's gonna be. One of the guys died, didn't he? The zookeeper guy. Yeah, just died. recently. Just recently. I don't know because they've already done the whole Tiger King Zoom call thing with um, <laughs> Joel McHale, didn't yeah. they? I have no idea what this is gonna be, but they're they're. Really bigging it up. Um, they were saying it's like more shocking than the first season. How can it be? He's been in prison the whole time. <laughs> I just don't understand what's going on. I was. I I I struggle with it with this. To be honest, I I struggle Same. struggle to get much of a boner on for this second series. I always knew they'd go back to the well of Tiger King at some point. I yeah. was not expecting a season two though. No, I was expecting something along those, something different from them. But it was obvious they were always going to go back. But what's what's left to tell? I could see this being a bit of a damn squib. Just as much mayhem and madness as season one, they're saying, Netflix is saying. Hmm. Which seems a high bar. 
Can I ask for a refund if I feel it's less <laughs> mayhem and madness? There's a, the the picture is uh, the picturey. The picture is of Joe Exotic in prison on the phone. So surely they've not been given access to him, have they? Maybe. I don't know. Enough of a brown envelope full of cash. And is it all going to be about him wanting to get out of prison and then Donald Trump not letting him out on his last we, day? We, yeah. That story's been told as well. Everybody knows that story. I don't know. When's it coming? Soon, isn't this it? This year? Yeah, it is coming before, before the, the end, end of the year. year. Yeah, late, just this later this year. No, I'm not sure. I feel like that's a cash grab and they're just going to try and get as much out of that as yeah. they can. Do you want a bit of news with no news in it? Yep. I think it's intriguing though. Okay. So, Bridgerton's own Reggie Jean Page. Yep has signed up for a Netflix movie. Okay. Which will be written and directed by Noah Hawley. He who um, was the showrunner and creator of the Fargo TV show. Oh, excellent. Uh, Legion. Yep. And an upcoming Alien TV show set in that universe. Oh, right. Okay, I didn't know um, what was happening. He is taking on uh, an as-yet-untitled heist movie. Ooh. Um, plot details are being kept under wraps, probably because he's not written it yet. <laughs> but Noah Hawley will be directing, writing, and producing. Here's the Russo brothers are involved as well. They right? are also, they are producing. also producing. producing. So, yeah, obviously a long way away, but... <laughs> so there really is no news there. Other than the... Well, they've signed on the dotted line. <laughs> Reggie Jean Page has signed up to do a high And he's obviously a, a very much a name in the... Uh, un- well, yeah, he's everywhere at the minute, isn't yeah. he? And uh, I, I've liked Noah Hawley's stuff in the past, so I just wanted to point that out because I thought that looked like could be a good part. Well, the Russo's Brothers Company made Extraction, didn't they? Which yes. we were just talking about. So big boots to fill. It's going to be a long way. Uh, where are we now? This one? Yes. There's loads of gaps you can cut out. <laughs> Might just cut the whole library biscuit thing out. It was weird. <laughs> Netflix also loves its animation. It does. Uh, they have announced... Also coming on October the 22nd is, they're calling it an animated event. I don't know why you can't just call it a movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A trailer has just come out for Maya and the Three, an epic adventure in a Mesoamerican inspired fantasy world. Mm -hmm. It is directed by Jorge Jorge. uh, Jorge R. Gutierrez. Okay. He directed The Book of Life which is a very good animated movie from a few years ago. Right. Um, it's kind of, it kind of went a bit under the radar because it's a similar sort of, it's kind of a bit similar to Coco. Right. No, but that, it's it, that it's not, it's, it's just set in a similar sort of world. Got you. Um, but that's a good movie. This uh, movie is about a warrior princess named Maya. She's played by Zoe Saldana, um, who embarks on a quest to fulfill a prophecy and joins up with three outcasts in order to save the world. Played by Stephanie Beatrice from yep. uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. Uh, Alan Maldondo and Gabriel Iglesias. Nice. Any relation uh, to... I have no idea. <laughs> uh, also stars Diego Luna, Danny Trejo, Cheech Marin, Rosie Perez, Wyclef Jean and Rita Marino. Cheech Marin and Wyclef Jean are a strange combination of names in there. <laughs> I bet they had a good time. If they met whilst voicing this, I the barely remember any of it. Hot boxing in <laughs> the uh, in the recording studio. <laughs> the story will be told in nine chapters, so maybe it is an event. Maybe it's going to be like eight hours long. It seems like it's going to be massive. Good Excellent. cast though. Yeah. Looks good. The animation style is nice as well. Isn't yeah. it? Surprised the rock's not in it. <laughs> it just does everything. Do you know Jason Statham? 
Not personally, but I know who he is. Do you know Guy Ritchie? Unfortunately, yes, I do. Their latest movie, yeah. which they have uh, done together, yeah. is called Wrath of Man. That sounds like a really generic yeah. Jason <laughs> Statham action movie it's title. It's an awful title. It is skipping a cinema release yeah, and it's coming surprise. straight to Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, so Amazon Prime? Yeah. What's going on with his hands in that picture? It's like a zombie. <laughs> Jason Statham uh, plays a quiet, keeps his head down, quiet man earning a living. Yep. Until he and his partner become targets of an attempted robbery. And he has to reveal his formidable skills. Because actually he's an expert marksman and he's great at hand-to-hand combat. I've seen this film earlier this year. It's <laughs> like, called Nobody and Bob Odenkirk's in it. And it's brilliant. <laughs> and it's exactly the same synopsis. Uh, and there's a massive spoiler in this article. And I'm going to read it out because I think it's really funny. <laughs> Turns out that uh, Jason Statham character is an undercover crime boss. And uh, he's desperately <laughs> seeking revenge the murder of his son so there you go you don't need to watch it don't need to watch it now just watch nobody instead it's much better <laughs> i like that poster that's a good poster it's just it's just jason statham with some bloody hands but it's, <laughs> but it's cool but then and then all the rest of me just looks like that could be take that picture there it's of jason statham it's some vehicle sitting on a plane or something yeah it looks like it could be taken out of any single one of the films that he's ever made it, yeah but because he doesn't really age because he's not because <laughs> he, he looks age. like a action man well a a, like a really hard boiled egg, <laughs> but not one that I'd mess with. He doesn't I age not. particularly, I think you just does did. he? I think you just so. did mess with him. Here's <laughs> that. I think you just messed with him. You just <laughs> called him a really hard boiled egg. <laughs> you can have beef with Jason Statham. He's kind of a bit ageless, isn't he? Yeah, he is. That could be. You're right. It could be any film that he's done in the last twenty years. Yeah, looks exactly <laughs> like every film he's ever made. But yeah, watch Nobody. It's much better. This one, Scream. Scream. The movie. Yeah. Oh, one of my favourites. Right, 25 years old. It is. In like next week or the week after. Showing it in the cinema. I've got to turn my ad blocker off to get on this one. Okay. Right. Apologies. <laughs> it's fine. Um, if you want to, yep. you can't. Oh. Right? But if you lived in America, because yeah. you have to be a resident of the United States. Oh, no way. For that, Halloween weekend, yeah. you are able to stay in Stu's house. From the end of Scream. Oh, that's amazing. That would be the best. Um, it's only like five dollars. Really? But yeah. Obviously, there's going to be like millions of applicants, so yeah. it's going to be really tricky to <laughs> to do it. But yeah, it's it's they're teaming up with Airbnb as a promotional event for the like I say the twenty twenty fifth anniversary of Scream, and you can go and stay in the house. But not only are you staying in the house. Yeah. Guess who gives you a tour? Who? David Arquette. Amazing. You get to yeah, you get the run of the house for the for the night. They say that there's knife marks on the door. They've sort of pimped it up. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been twenty five be, years ago since they filmed to it. To be in the in the sort of condition from the from the end of the movie. Uh you'll have a movie marathon featuring all four screen films, a dedicated phone line so you can speak to ghost ghost face. Amazing. <laughs> Loads of snacks and all the memorabilia that is uh is included. So, That's like my ideal Halloween. I would love to do that. But you got to live in the States. I know. What a shame. Uh, probably in California because it's a long way to go. Yeah, David Arquette, uh, welcome to my place. I recognise that house. As soon as I saw the picture, I recognised it. It's crazy. <laughs> I love Scream. It's brilliant. It's one of my favourite films. In fact, I really like all four of them. They're, they're, I've never got, seen the fourth. They've got their issues. Hmm. But 
they're all they're all good. People people shit on Scream Three because it's unrealistic, but it is unrealistic. <laughs> but it's still good. It's a third in a horror film trilogy. It's going to be unrealistic, isn't it? The only other thing I wanted to mention is um, as part of the Tudum event last week, yeah. it was announced that Sex Education has been renewed for season four. Was always going to happen. As we were not quite sure about that last week. No. Um, I think that'll be it. Feels I like feel it, like the story's it? done after that. I feel like the story's done now, to be fair. But if it, I feel like they'll be too old. They're all nearly 30. Yeah. <laughs> They're playing high school kids. There was quite... I noticed it more in this season three where there was a few lines where they were like, Remember, we're only 17. Yeah. <laughs> it was they really horned in there a d- bit. D- they should have just had all birthday badges on at all points. They're, some of them are like 28, 29 years old. You can't just keep doing it, can you? I mean, I know this show's timeless and locationless, but... People still People age, still Unless age. you're Jason Statham. Yeah. But he, he's not going to turn up. Or Gillian Anderson. She's aging backwards. Do you think? She, yeah, she looks prettier now than she did huh. back in the X-Files days. Is that it? Is that all your Netflix news? Yes. I've got a list. Brilliant. It's the end of the start of the month, isn't it? So, do you want to know what's coming in October? I would love to. Some of it, obviously, we're a little bit into October, so some of it's already going to be here. But things like Dawn of the Dead, Fight Club, coming on the 1st of October. The first five films of the Halloween franchise are all coming, or There's will d- now be here. I don't know if I have seen any of those apart from the first one. I've seen the first three, I think. I quite fancy doing that. Do it. There's three different Halloween timelines you can follow now yeah, if you I know. want to. So <laughs> this is the first one. So Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which doesn't really follow on from any of it. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, and Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers are all dropping on Netflix today as we're recording. So they'll all be there when this episode comes it's out. It's got its own like, multiverse now, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got three different timelines going on. Heat, that's an all-timer. It, it, if you're into crime thrillers, and you must have seen Heat. Yeah. Jumper with Hayden, Crit- Hayden Christensen. That was decent. Yeah, okay. We're not talking about Piers Morgan. We'll forget that he exists. <laughs> Marley and me. Oh, my word, no. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. I if... think the big one of today is that Seinfeld season one to nine has dropped on Netflix. Finally. I think I'm going to try and do it. Really? Yeah, because... That's a big undertaking. I, re- I feel like it's just going to be a... Netflix has spent so much on it. It's not going anywhere anywhere no. soon. No, it's just kind of a 20 minute fill in. I've seen a lot of Seinfeld, but I've never, it was always in, yeah, never in episodes. Yeah, same. So, because it was on like, well, A, it was a bit before when I was too young. Yeah. And it was on at like 11, Stupid 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I got yeah, I do quite fancy doing it. Do it. Okay. We'll do a feature on it. All right. <laughs> uh, Shaun of the Dead dropped today. Uh, Shutter Island has dropped today. Sure, I never liked the Shutter Island film. The book's one of the best I've ever read. But Great book. Not yeah, good. not not so keen. Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, they've all dropped today. Okay. The Green Mile, another great film. That's on for fucking ages, though. <laughs> um, the Haunting. The Guilty has come out today. That's Jake Gyllenhaal's new thriller. Yeah. It's Netflix made. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. You say Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? I say Gyllenhaal. But What's I right? I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> Fair enough. Bad Hair's coming. That's coming on the 5th of October. Um, this is a horror movie about a woman whose weave attack starts. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so that's coming. I'm um, in. I'm hoping that drops to the bottom of the stream so we can yes. talk about it one day. Uh, Love is Blind Brazil is coming. Pokemon the movie, Secrets of the Jungle. Pretty smart. The one I'm most excited about on October the 8th, The Lighthouse is coming. Oh, yes. Me too. I really, really want to watch yeah. that. And I've never had the opportunity yet. So I'm really excited that that's coming. R. Pats and uh, William Defoe. William Defoe, yeah. Shazam. Shazam's coming. That's really good. Have you seen that? Yes, I saw that. It's a good movie. It is, it is good. 
Bright Samurai Sword. We talked about this a couple of weeks oh, ago, yeah. didn't we? This uh, anime sm- spin-off of Bright, Netflix's <laughs> 2017 flop. Uh, movies that made us. Season 3. October the 12th. They were all horror films, weren't they? Yeah. Except for one. Wasn't one like Coming to America? It was indeed. And the rest of them were Halloween movies. That was jumping out, eh? Spider-Man 3 is then coming a little bit later in the month. Uh, third season of You. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's the big one. Is October the 15th. You is a great TV show, so I'll be watching that. Last Christmas is coming back. The Christmas movies are starting to appear. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher, The Iron Lady, a documentary about Margaret Thatcher is coming. Oh, God. <laughs> Night Teeth. This is the one we've talked about Night Teeth a few times on the show. This is about the potentially vampiric taxi driver who picks yeah. up two women on the way home. But it's, apparently it's really good. It's uh, rating really well. We'll be watching Sex, Love and Goop. <laughs> what is that? That's <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's reality TV show. No. Because Goop is her company, isn't it? Oh, okay. Who made their, like, vagina candles. Oh, okay. Goop is not a good word to put with sex, love, and goop, is it? Lock and Key Season 2 is coming on the 22nd of October. Sure. It's a big month, October. It's, there's it a lot is, of actually. stuff coming. Inside Job is coming as well. That's a new animated series which you can read about in the newsletter if you join our Patreon. Join our Patreon, read our newsletter. And then October the 29th, Army of Thieves is coming. Sure. Is it me, or have they turned that around really quickly? Or... Did they just want? Was it already in the making before? I think they, the, yeah, they basically banked on Army of the Dead, Army of the Dead working, or it might have been a bit Zack Snyder going, "You want me to do this Army of the Dead movie? Well, I want to do this as well." Yeah, because it was already in production. It must have been because it's turned around so quick. That's it. That's they're the big things that are coming in October. So we've got a good month there. I think. Yeah, a few, few, uh, pretty loaded. Pretty loaded month. I'm excited. Loads of good stuff. What do you want to do next? Do you want to extend the rods, or do you want to talk about what we've watched? Let's extend our rods yeah. and then end with what we've watched. Okay, sounds good. So there's an Alexa in another room talking and I don't know <laughs> what she said. Apologies. Hopefully there's nobody else here. What is going on? I don't know. I can't tell what she's saying because I've got my headphones on. <laughs> Weird. My house is haunted. <laughs> my house is haunted. I've got a, a plant in my bedroom that just fell over in the middle of the night. The okay. night. <laughs> that happens all the time in this house. Um, okay, yeah, so extending the rods. Let's extend them. We did a one-off this week. We did. So we finished the island last week. And we didn't want to start a new We will sh- never speak of it again. We, we shall not. And we didn't want to start a new show until season six started. So we needed a one-off rod extension. So we picked a 34-minute TV show. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what it was. <laughs> um, and it's called Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Frankenstein. Indeed. It stars David Harbour. It's an extended sketch, isn't it? It is it its basically. a sketch show. It's a, it's a one-off 30 minute sketch yeah it seems like ages since i watched this now because i watched it at the weekend last weekend okay so you might have to talk me through it <laughs> but essentially it's like you say it's a comedy skit about frankenstein and frankenstein's monster kind of i mean it's, it's actually switching roles david harbour yeah from stranger things plays hopper yeah plays himself yes he does investigating his father david harbour the second yeah i think so and then his grandfather as well yeah um and how he was this this sort of frustrated artist yeah who made this play and sort of finding out about his father's history as well but it's very was it set in like the early 90s it was it wasn't late long long ago was it It was i think it was more in 80s but it was very much a sort of wobbly sets the doors wouldn't shut do you know what it was? It was uh, it was Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Very much so, yeah. It was 100%. It was exactly like... I was like, this is exactly like... Intercut with like interviews of... Yeah, talking yeah. heads and stuff. Um, 
I really liked it. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was really good. It was really good fun. It was silly, really silly, but it was really well made. And he was he basically found out that his dad was a complete bastard and none of the none of the stuff he thought about him was true. Was true. Yeah. And everybody um, like hated him. And it was very self deprecating of the guy. Yeah, it really was. I must say. It's it's a strange one that I'd never heard of it. I don't know if you had, no. but it's if it, I feel like people would enjoy it if they watched it, especially if you're a fan of like those like Dark Place, for example, and other... Who's going to ever go and find it and watch it? It's 32 minutes long or whatever, a one-off. Yeah, because... Yeah, it's, it's so niche, isn't David it? David Harbour's not even in the advertising for it. There's not. He's not in the poster. Yeah. He's not in the... But he's in, like, trailer, all but, but about but five minutes of it. Yeah, he's in it. He is it. He's in it all the way through. But he doesn't... It's name, his face is not it. So you're going to have to really look for it if you want to find it. We are David Harbour completed. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, it's part mockumentary, part dark it, place. It wasn't ex- it wasn't what I was expecting at all. But I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting some sort of like almost half serious play. Yeah. But just on screen. But it's, it turns it out it's him investigating his dad. His dad when his dad, dad put made on this play, play. Uh, and interviewing the players who were there at the time. Yeah. Plus actual actual footage. Yeah. Of I've, the broadcast. But David Harper then Harper then plays his dad. Yeah. In it as well. And it, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And it is it is heavily influenced by Dark Place, I would think. It was a zippy 30 minutes. It was. It flew by. It was a lovely palate cleanser after the island. After sorry, that. I mentioned it again. Bullshit <laughs> island. The one land, sorry. <laughs> what is the show called? We don't know. We, not, we don't matter. care. <laughs> we don't care. So yeah, that, so that was uh, Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Frankenstein. I really enjoyed it. You want half an hour of entertainment? Just watch it. It's yeah, why fun. not? Why not? So... When season six starts, we'll before season six starts, we'll we'll pick our next rod extension. Yeah, we might even drop it in the uh, review episode yeah, between the seasons. We probably will. That's when we'll pick the season one, season six, episode one as well. Yeah. So we'll probably do them both at the same time. Cool. Do it that way. Right. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've watched quite a bit. Okay. But I've not finished anything. Okay. <laughs> so I've watched. I've already talked about the first three episodes of Squid Game. Yeah, so I, won't, I won't go back to that. Okay. Um, I've watched the first two episodes of Midnight Mass. I have completed Midnight Mass. Okay. I don't want to give anything away to you because you haven't finished Midnight Mass. Yeah. But you are in for a fucking treat. <laughs> I I've really enjoyed it. I I think it's head and shoulders above Hill House and Bly Manor. I I love so far how slow and ominous and foreboding it is it but it's completely that. hooked me in yeah it never loses that it's it's even the last the last two i think episode six is a masterpiece in tv making mm. and as i said i don't want to give anything away but even when it goes it still goes at a slow pace sure there's a scene in episode six where i was watching it and it was making me feel so uncomfortable that I was like i might have to turn this off it's creeping me out it was well, yeah. I, I, even those first two episodes, I'm like, even when nothing's creepy is happening, it's just really foreboding. It's really creepy. It's really creepy. The, there are some jump scares in it. There's bits of it that are pretty scary. I had to cover my cat's and, eyes though. Yeah, you would want she to. She was cover sitting it. on my lap. Yeah, don't look, like, them don't, look at don't look at the end of the first episode for <laughs> definite. But no, six and seven are unbelievably good. Yeah, there's a there's loads of really good monologues in it. Yes. So Zach Glifford. Is that his name? The main guy? He does, in the first couple of episodes, he does two really good monologues. Yeah, this, so I think it's episode two, him and the, the Padre have set up their own Alcoholics Anonymous. Yes. And they get into a whole debate about... And then he does, that's where he does God his, and... Yeah, his monologue is in that scene. It's, I'm just, I, it's excellent. I mean, 
I don't want to get too controversial here. I think the Catholic Church itself is really creepy. Yeah, it is. Like, I've always said this and thought, <laughs> it, it, it's very, I don't want to, can I say it's a cult? It's, you know, it's the chanting, <laughs> no, it's the, do you know what I mean? No, yeah, it's, I do. It, it, it's, it's, to an outsider, it's odd. Yeah. And this really captures that how weird and odd it is. Yeah. And how, how like, cult it is, how people follow it blindly. It, it really does expose the church and it, there's a lot of religious themes to this show. It's, the, the whole thing's religious. Yeah, I, I I'm was, excited to watch the rest. I was really upset when it finished. Okay. Because I was like, I could have done with 10 more episodes of that. <laughs> uh, going back to the monologues, Raoul Coley plays the sheriff. Oh, he's, he's brilliant. He's in... Bottom of the Stream alum. Yeah. And he's also in the other two things that Mike, yeah. uh, Mike plays, Hill House and Bly Manor. He does a monologue at the end of episode four or five, I think. That's really good. And then Katie Seagal does one. Right at the almost right at the end in the last episode, and I'm pretty sure I want it reading at my funeral. <laughs> it's that good. <laughs> her, her monologue blew my mind. It's brilliant. The whole show is brilliant. I'd recommend it to anybody. It gets a bit silly. By the time it gets silly, you're already fully on with it. Sure, and you know it's coming, so you kind of forgive it. And it's, I, I personally think it's head, it's head and shoulders above Hill House, and it is better than Blind Manor as well for me. Mike Flanagan has successfully got to me with this one can, can i just quickly mention rahul coley absolutely owned someone on twitter this week did he because he got uh, some abuse from a twitter user who said i can't believe you are playing a muslim on the show when you are a hindu right and he said actually i'm an atheist <laughs> so i'm more of a hin don't <laughs> good on him actors should be allowed to play whatever they want to do and if that's just the way it is. He's great the, in it. As he's well, brilliant. Those in it. first couple of episodes. He's brilliant in it. Honestly, stick with it. You will not. Oh well, yeah, we'll do. I just just not had the time to I, do I, any more. So. I did it all in three days. Yeah. And I would. I was saying at work today. I would watch it. I could watch it again now. Yeah. I could literally start it over again this weekend if I wanted. I don't because I want to get onto Squid Game, <laughs> and I want to finish. Kevin can fuck himself because <laughs> I've really, really been enjoying that. Good. I've done five now. I think. Excellent. So I've got three left. But yeah, I didn't know it was that limited. Yeah, there's only there's eight, I think. Right, but they are they're like fifty minute episodes. Okay, because you expect it because it's like sitcom based to be a sitcom sure. half an hour show, but it's not. It's like forty five. So yeah, I I massively recommend Midnight Mass, and I do also recommend Kevin can fuck himself on Amazon Prime. Good stuff. Anything else? No, I'm done. I think. Cool. We'll come back to Midnight Mass when you finished it all. Yeah. Because I want to have a proper conversation about it. We could even maybe try and do a little uh, sneaky bonus episode. Sneaky bonus? We haven't done a sneaky bonus for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Okay, stay tuned. Cool. Maybe it'll be the first bonus of season six. Awesome. Is that it? I think that's it. Can we finished waving. Yeah, my arm does hurt a bit, so... Yeah, well, we've been going for 50-odd minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, so what are we watching this week? We're watching Nobody Knows I'm Here. This is season five, season finale. Yeah. Bottom of the stream, and it will be out on this very feed on Thursday morning. One place left in the stream table. Let's find out where, where this going. is going to land. Absolutely. And until then, we will see you very soon. Cheers. Bye.